It's raining. It's always raining, I think to myself. I shift around on the paper covering the exam table absentmindedly as I look out the window. I've always hated the institutionally white walls of hospitals, even more now since I'll be spending more and more time in one. The doctor comes in, nurse in tow. Miss Norris, how are you today? Scared? Tired? Feel like total dreck? I'm okay, I say with a half smile and a shrug. The doctor reads over the chart on his clipboard as he rolls his chair in front of me. It says here you have a history of cancer in your family. Can you tell me more about that? Um, yeah, um... My uncle was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, We did treatments, but it had spread to his bones. I look down and fidget with my bracelet. Miss Norris, we will be performing a vacuum-assisted biopsy. This will limit the times the needle will need to be inserted. You'll receive a local anesthetic to numb the area being biopsied in order to minimize the pain. I nod to punctuate his sentences. I've done the research. I know what to expect. None of that web and dreck. The good stuff. Patient records. I always want to be prepared. The nurse will bring you a mild sedative, and we can begin in about 45 minutes. Do you have any questions for me? <laughs> nope. I think I got it. Okay, then I'll be seeing you in just a little while. He nods to me before he opens the door to leave, the nurse still in tow. I'm not even sure why she had come in with him. Ten minutes later, a new nurse walks in with a small cup containing a small blue pill. Hello, Miss Norris? Sorry to keep you waiting. Here you go. This will help you relax. She hands me the cup and waits, eyes bright and wide, for me to take its contents. I do. She throws the cup away and opens a cabinet under the counter. She hands me a gown with a smile. Come with me. I'll get you set up in a room with a bed. Autopilot kicks in. I feel numb as we walk down the hall. Too soon for the medication to be affecting me. The nurse leaves me in the room. I change into the gown, folding my clothes and placing them in the chair by the hospital bed. I check the time on my burner phone. Not long now. I make myself as comfortable as possible on the stiff sheets of the bed. I close my eyes. Try to relax. Deep breaths. Let's do this. Miss Norris, you're going to feel a pinch, and then after that, some pressure, okay? It shouldn't be painful, just uncomfortable. Uncomfortable? The small needle for the local anesthetic was uncomfortable. Having an unusually large needle attached to a vacuum shoved into your head and wiggled around is a bit more than fragging uncomfortable. My head twinges when the needle hits the tumor. My vision blurs and I see tracers around the equipment in the room. It looks like faint blue outlines. When I try to focus on them, they almost look like code. The beeping of the heart monitor gets faster, so I stop and just close my eyes till it's over. After the procedure, they let me sleep for a while. I felt more tired than I have ever felt in my life, 
even after a week of no sleep, cheap soy substitute, and bad coffee. I must have slept a while, because it was dark outside whenever the nurse from earlier came in my room. Miss Norris, we're getting ready to release you, if you feel well enough. I sit up slowly, head still heavy with sleep. Yeah. Yes, I'm ready. Great. I have a few things for you to sign here, under Jane Doe, of course. And then we'll process payment when you're ready. She smiles sweetly as she looked down at the tablet in her hand. I reach over and turn on my phone. As it connects, I hear the ding alerting me that I have a message, and I feel the ping in my head at the same time. A few clicks of the keys, and I tap my comm to the tablet. Payment confirmed flashes across both screens, and a file of all my paperwork appears on my phone. We should have your results back in a few days. The lab is on site, so it's pretty quick. Um, could I get some aspirin before I leave? Oh, not to worry about that. The doctor has prescribed you Vicodin for any pain you might have. With another smile, she bounces out the door. I dress quickly. Leggings, boots, shirt, jewelry. Maybe not jewelry. Lifting my massive dreads, I tie a couple around the rest in an attempt to make a ponytail. I see the gauze tape behind my ear. <laughs> Good thing I keep my undercut shaved. The room door opens. I grab my bag, pulling my jacket from inside it, and slip the zipper shut. Ready to go? The nurse says, holding the door open for me. I take one look around the room, making sure I'm not forgetting anything. Yep. I stay with a shrug, clipping the backpack strap across my torso. She escorts me to the large, half-circled nurse's desk, hands me a bag with what sounds like pills inside, and directs me to the exit. The hospital door automatically slides open, and a blast of crisp, cold night air hits me. I decide to walk home. It's only eight. The streets are teeming with life. Everything seems less real without AR lenses in. I grew accustomed to ads whizzing into view when you get too close to shops. The gray scale of concrete buildings is a harsh contrast to the neon overlays and colorful dancing mascots I'm used to. It's all... It's all less saturated. Two-dimensional. My phone dings its message alert from inside my jacket pocket, and then it happens. A glitch. Static buzzes in my head as my vision blurs. Then a flash of multicolored neon light blasts from the shop beside me. I stop, holding my hand to the side of my face, trying to shield it from the light only I can see. Some dreckhead not paying attention crashes into the back of me, sending me forward. I barely catch myself on the side of a building as I hear them shout, Hey, watch it! After a few seconds, my vision returns to normal. My head throbs. I just want to get home. I pull my hood up and continue. I walk briskly, desperate to be home. I maneuver through the groups of people strolling down the sidewalk, nearly running at times. Finally, I see a familiar soy box. Just a little bit more to go. I round a corner, there, standing like two beacons in the night is my apartment building. I rush through the doors, up the stairs, no time for the elevator, and up to my door. 
As I go inside, Cat comes trotting out of the bedroom and lets out an excited meow. My world falls to pieces. I lean back against the door and slide down onto the floor. I cry. I cry hard. I cry because I miss my uncle. I cry because I never knew my parents. I cry because I'm scared and angry and unable to control what's happening to me. I want to scream and kick and lash out, but all I can do is curl in on myself. After my cries subside, I feel something soft touch my arm. Cat rubs up against me, meowing in distress. Emojis flying across the LED panel on the wall. <laughs>